Hey, Kelly, how are you this morning? I'm doing good. All right, man. So here's what we got. So let's talk about Windows Phone. Let's also talk about, uh, you had the idea of talking about what it's like to be an independent developer, independent developer. Yes. Yeah. I want to talk about that and, and how you pick a platform and, and, you know, really why we're not picking some of the maybe the top platform. Mm-hmm. The top platform. I love how you put that. All right. So uh, let's open it up with, um, you want to talk about Windows Phone? Yeah. Yeah. So Windows Phone. Um, specifically, you know, let's, let's talk about this. If uh, you don't visit simco.com, you probably should. Yeah, listen to Horace. Uh, well, he, he's got a podcast too, but um, he's got some really good analysis. So this Windows Phone stuff, he's estimating that uh, they sold 1.7 million Windows Phone since, since uh, Windows Phone has rolled out. Are you going to argue with, with me? I'll go with that. No, I'm not going to argue with that. I'll go with that. Go with I can't that. refute it. So uh, the telling thing, though, here's the chart where he maps out um, all of the smart devices. And so you get to see essentially the chunk of the pie over time, starting with 2007 to 2011. For those of you um, on the podcast, what it shows is essentially, uh, well, what you might imagine, a lot of growth in Android. And then uh, Windows Mobile, you know, as it switches over to Windows Phone, it's just kind of decreasing uh, and becoming a tiny sliver. Yeah, is that fair? So I, I think that's fair. You know, I, I think it's uh, market share is also growing, right? I mean, the number of smartphones out there is is getting bigger and bigger. So it's not like Windows is losing, you know, smartphones as far as number of actual devices. That's growing, but mm-hmm. when you look at the percentage of the overall market, um, their share is getting smaller. But the total number of phones may be going up. It it is it it definitely is and and so he's got some other graphs that show this right if you want to want to scroll to those so the pie charts are essentially showing um, the percentage of um, uh, of non smartphones versus smartphones and we can see in July of two thousand ten there were seventy six percent of phones were not smart and then uh, that has dropped down to sixty four percent a year later in July of two thousand eleven yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so what you're saying is... Well, you look at the pieces of the pie there, right? I mean, so so the Apple piece of the pie has gotten bigger. Symbian, in his graph, it's the same. But let's let's say it's... it's okay, we'll go with that. Um, Microsoft is about the same. RIM is getting uh, a little bit smaller. Android is just huge. And it's they're taking away not from other platforms, but they're taking away from that non-smartphone segment. Yeah, let's let's talk about Android. But I think there's something else to say about Windows Phone, though. You know, even even people you suspect might might give Windows Phone a hard time, they pretty much don't. I, we've got this daring fireball post. So John Gruber is, um, you know, probably the lead Mac fan, the lead Apple fan. I guess I should say. I don't know what you'd say about him. He's a really smart guy. He says some interesting stuff. And uh, did you see what he said about Windows Phone? I mean, before I brought it up here? That he, he wanted one? I heard that. I heard that on Twitter, that he, he wanted to review one of the phones. Yeah, well, there's that. I mean, I think he'll review anything, though. I don't think that's quite the deal. I mean, so my thing is, he says, um, uh, <laughs> this must be frustrating for Microsoft. Windows Phone 7 is better than Android from what I've seen. 
Uh, and even if you disagree with that assessment, I don't see how anyone could say its quality and appeal are proportionate to its sales figures. <laughs> Dude, they're getting blown out. They got a good phone, but they're getting blown out. They are. They are. And there's, I mean, it's a complex problem, right? I mean, there's a lot of variables here. And one is this lower, this lower price point. Um, you, you can't walk into an AT&T store and not see all these phones and, and everybody gravitate to those Android phones because it's, I'm going to get a free phone now. Yeah. Well, we can deal with that in a second. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so if you're going to pick your platform and you need to write something today, I mean, I feel a little bad cause I was suggesting to everybody, you know, sign up for windows phone. The OS is really good. Um, you know, and maybe when you start developing for it, you can be one of the first ones in and you can make a couple hundred thousand dollars on this, right? That doesn't seem to be the case. I mean, as nearly as I've heard. I haven't made a couple hundred thousand dollars. I, I, yeah, geez, who has? Some of the Xbox Live titles probably have. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. If you're a game studio, maybe you're making that kind of money. But the problem is, if you're a game studio, you've got a whole lot of expenses. Yeah. All right. So uh, the problem, so if you're thinking about Android... I'll tell you the problem with Android. I think people get those phones, but I don't think they get them because they're smartphones. I think they get them because there's, there's, you know, that's what's on the shelf. There's email and there's a, a nice high resolution camera on it. And that's what they want. Yeah. So your point is, you know, they want like email and maybe the ability to web surf a little bit. Um, Oh, so so it's always surprising to me, you know, if you write an Android app, the sort of per like it's really hard to get people to buy stuff on Android. I don't have the link handy, but you know, but there's you know a couple of a couple of different sources that say you know compared to iOS, it's really hard to to get people to buy stuff on Android. Yeah, yeah, I won't argue with that. And then there's um, I mean, but for me also like this is telling. So this is a chart, and uh, for you on. For those of you on the audio podcast, it's web share of smartphone tablet operating systems um, from 2009 to 2011. So imagine what happens here is, you know, you put some analytic software on a server and then you look at the data that comes in and you say, well, how much of it is iOS and how much of it is um, Android? And basically iOS is, you know, really high in the above 50% of the traffic is iOS and Android despite outnumbering iOS devices hugely, is it about, you know, 18%, 17 18% or something? So, I mean, let's, let's be honest here. I mean, this graph probably isn't that worthwhile to look at because it does combine smartphone and tablet. And the amount of surfing that people do on their iPad, you know, versus on their phone is, is going to be drastically different. Um, so, so your point is Apple is absolutely killing it in the tablet market. And so what that means is Android I is... That. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, okay. I mean, some some numbers would say that ninety seven percent of all uh, tablets sold are iPads, something like that. I mean, it's huge. It's ridiculously huge. For now, that is correct. For, I cannot argue. For now. we'll see what happens with the Fire. I mean, with that, you know, the Kindle Fire. That's that's a game changer. I think the Kindle Fire. Yeah, you got it. And it's going to show that you know anybody can come into this market that's new enough, and they can establish themselves and take a big chunk out of that pie. That's already not established, you know, as having a smartphone or having a tablet. Did you uh, buy one of these? Not yet. I'm trying to, like, resist. 200 bucks for, for a tablet. I got to tell you, you know, I justified it as a business expense, which it legitimately is. But uh, it's 
pretty exciting. 200 bucks for a tablet that, uh, you know, got good access to movies, good access to books, of course, good access to a lot of stuff for 200 bucks. It's a great consumption device, right? And, and really, I mean, so since we got our first generation iPads, you know, over a year ago, they've turned into nothing more than consumption devices. Consumption devices. I have GarageBand. Yeah, I, I have mean, a, what else do I have? I'm doing I have, more writing on it with Pages. I don't use it. Really? Use, a, use the Pages app at all? No. Why? I have a Windows 8 slate. I can dock it and use it as a PC, and I can go sit on well, go sit on the couch and then uh, use like some of the junky apps that are already there. No, that was unfair. Um, I'll tell you why you use it. So let's say you go to a coffee shop. In the Windows slate, you're going to have uh, three hours, right? Let's say you stay in that coffee shop ten hours. What are you going to do for those other seven hours? I am going to play uh, the the Space Monkey Chimp game. No. What? Is that like a? Is that like that's a one of the games game? that? Well, no, that's one of the the games that they included as a proof of concept, you know, to show what you can build for for the Windows 8 slate. But I mean, you know, so we had a startup weekend here in Portland last week, and I went and I uh-huh. took my Windows 8 slate. Um, you know, I have Office on there, so I'm using it as a as a PC. But the team I was on didn't want to have a cool idea to build a, a Windows 8 app, so I didn't do that then. But I mean, yeah, that was, was kind of. I, I was rooting for you, man. But like, I think the sell of let's write a Windows 8 app when it won't even be available for purchase for for maybe more than a year. Like, that's a tough sell. There was uh, you got to have the right idea for it, and, and there weren't those there. I needed you there with you sharing your ideas, Eric. Oh my goodness, we're not going to talk about that. Hey, uh, speaking of coffee shops, you know what you're going to hear a lot of. What's that? Send a text to Kelly. Ask him, what the heck is he doing? What? Which Kelly? White Kelly or Kelly David? Oh, you're killing me. Here's your message to White Kelly. Yep. No, got it. Got it. Here it comes. You're going to hear that all the time in coffee shops. All the time. Thank you, Siri. Yeah, I just heard it come through. Thank you, Siri. Dang See, it. the weird thing, I'll tell you the weird thing about Siri. Like, some people get hung up on the, like, you know, the questions you can ask it. Where do I dispose of a body? What's the meaning of life? You know, like, like that stuff. Yeah. And some people are into, like, you know, the wolf from Alpha. Um, you know, how many people live in North Korea, that kind of stuff. And it'll give you back an answer, but you have to like look at the phone to see it. Like it, don't, it won't read it back. You have to actually look at your phone and say, "Oh, well, twenty-four million or whatever." Um, but the stuff that's really cool to me is the, um, you know, the hey, I want to schedule a meeting. I want to send a quick text. Uh, hey, check email for me, Siri. I ask her to do a lot of work for me, and she, um, you know, doesn't complain. It's 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 wonderful. The 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 thing is, like, I really feel like I need to say thank you. Really. She's doing work for me, and I really, really, really want to say thank you. But that kind of defeats the purpose because, like, you want it to be fast. Yeah. You know, so, so, I don't, so I don't say thank you every time, and I feel a little guilty, and then I'll just say thank you at, like, the end of the day. No, the Siri stuff is really, really cool. Um, it would be interesting to see if we can get something to come out of, you know, Microsoft Research. To, I mean, they've got the Connect stuff, right? That's really awesome uh, as far as – their their speech and maybe that can come in. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just mumbling. I'm sorry. I don't know, man. I'll, t- I'll tell you a little story here. All right, you ready? 
Is okay. story. Oh, wait, before we get into that, we have sponsors. Did I tell you about our new sponsors? No. Yes. Yes, right here. Um, this is direct from uh, the dear leader, People's Republic something, I don't know, North, North Korea. They're really? For, they're looking for workers. So you know, a lot of people probably wouldn't think of going there, but um, their jobs uh, you know, so if you're, if you're at a job, maybe you think about it. There's a little tagline here. We will let you leave. So. Wow. Um, uh, maybe you think about it. So, so thank you to, um, the dear leader and all the fine people in North Korea. Uh, what were we talking about? Do you have about? his contact info? Cause I would actually, I mean, not that like working with you is a bad deal, <laughs> you know, but I mean. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it says, uh, Google dear leader, North Korea, and you're all set. Nice. nice. So Windows Phone, let's talk about like the opportunity that, that is there, right? I mean, it, it's kind of, it's, I don't know, arguably, you wonder if it's worth it. Um, some people are doing well. Albert Perez is a name that's been floated around a lot. He's got 13 games on Windows Phone. Um, he, uh, he shared some of his stats, uh, where his download numbers are right now. Um, we can see that we've had, he's had, Across his 13 games, about 800,000 downloads, which is good to say. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's not a small feat. That, that's something that's, you know, impressive. Um, he's been sharing some of his financial numbers. And the last ones that I have that he's shared publicly, uh, you know, come from uh, December through April. And that's people right. recognize that that's when, you know, the ECPM started to tank. Um, and at that point, you know, he had had 7.2 million ad impressions, which is really high for, you know, being that early on. Uh, and he had made 23, 24K during that time period. $23,000. So, so since then, you know, there's been more phones sold, more people playing games. And I have no reason to doubt that that even though the ECPM, I'm sure, has gone down, the number of ads being served has gone up, and and possibly also the the revenue. Yeah, still I'll, I'll give you reason to doubt it. I'll give you reason to doubt it. Okay. Here's the thing: when you hear about a Windows Phone success story, first of all, it doesn't ever seem to be like, oh, I made a couple hundred thousand dollars, like people do in the iOS store all the time. But the other thing is, it's it's always from ad revenue, and I really don't trust the ad revenue numbers because you know what. Microsoft could be juicing them, right? Like they could be, they could be pumping in money. They were up the ads. I'm sure. I'm sure. But the, the problem is that's not sustainable, right? Like that, their numbers will they'll they'll pump in a lot of money and then they won't. And then you know, if you're a developer, like, I don't know, it's weird to rely on that money from Microsoft. Be much much better to rely on money from you know people who purchase your app. All right, thanks for the setup. So so let's talk about me and my my game, okay? Uh, and I came in at April, you know, right as the ECPMs were on the downward slope and I didn't take part in that windfall, which really sucked. Uh, and my ECPM dropped to about 50 cents yeah, and let's, it let's took a long time to raise. So the game is called Alchemy. Um, and it's based off of, uh, an old DOS game called Alchemy, uh, where you're combining, you know, you start with the four basic elements, earth, fire, water, and air, and you're combining them to discover uh, new things you know yep. it's not a unique idea i mean there's other games out there uh on the iphone on the android doodle god's probably the most uh well-known variant of that 
Yeah. So, and you make, you, I mean, you make a reasonable amount of money from that, right? So my, uh, my ECPM is jumped to 90 cents. Yeah, um, I don't, care I don't know what that means, but yeah, my ad revenue for the last, I have a free version, a paid version. Their ad revenue for the last four months has consistently been, you know, five to $600 yeah. uh, per month. And I also have a paid change. version and the paid version, uh, you know, for the last two months has been twelve to thirteen hundred dollars per month. Yeah, so I mean, you're starting to talk about like a couple k per month. It's really good. I want it's thirteen really games to be like Albert and make tons of money. No, I mean it's it'll be interesting to see where this goes with with Mango uh, and what happens I know. Yeah, everybody's waiting for Nokia. Nokia. Everybody's waiting for that new phone. They're waiting for Mango to roll out. And then things will be different. I hope so. We'll see. I hope so. I, I don't know. Maybe. I, I, the, the, the trouble is nobody's selling the Windows phones. Nobody is actually interested in selling the Windows phones. I mean, we talked about this last time. But I guess they're contractual, Microsoft is contractually obligated to provide some advertising budget, maybe for um, the Nokia thing. I don't know. Maybe that'll... Yes. Yeah, we saw that come out. They're going to be providing... Uh... X number of dollars for for uh, Nokia, and then you know smaller percentage of that money for uh, for Samsung for their phones specifically. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I feel like there are some platforms you could write an application for, and they are viable today. Like here's here's the really really hard question, which is if there are, are platforms I can write applications for and make a lot of money today, why do I want to write? an application for a platform where you're not going to make much money today. Cause, cause I got to tell you, you're, you're part of the 1%, man. You're part of the top 1% of people making money in the, in I am Windows not, phone app. dude, I am like out there, like in occupy Portland. I haven't marched yet, but I He's side a, with those people. Yeah. Top 1%. Baby. So if you're listening to this, like years later, the occupy, <laughs> uh, occupy, occupy movement, Wall Street movement. Reference. yeah, exactly. There's signs that say, uh, I'm part of the 99%, but not Kelly. Yes, I am. Anyways. All right, answer the hard question. What is it? <laughs> why, why do you develop for a platform when it, you know you can't make a lot of money today and it's only possible that you'll make a lot of money tomorrow? I think the odds are in my favor. I think they're really good odds. Um, and I think tomorrow will not be you know six months from now. I think it could be as soon as uh, two months. We start seeing the holiday, the holiday season sales take off. Well, I, t- I tell you what, we're going to do. We're going to keep an eye on our um, local phone stores and um, see if they start actually selling Windows phones. Right? Yes. That'd be an interesting little experiment. And you at home can uh, can do this as well. You know, send it, send us an email. Sparkandclient.com. You can see uh, some feedback on the on the bottom. There's a nice little form where you can send us a message. Uh, let us know what you find. It'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, we got to wind this show down. Uh, thank you so much for joining me, Kelly. Always. It's a pleasure. All right. Stay well. Bye.